Who doesn't love a mom-cooked meal? Or should I say, a Maggie versus your mom's meal? On my podcast, fellow food lovers can get in the kitchen with me and listen as I make your mom's tried-and-true recipes. We'll dive down into the stories behind these family traditions and get glimpses from moms who will continue to pass these recipes down. For more recipes and instructions, check out my Instagram at MaggieVMomMeals, where you can send me your favorite dishes I should try. Like mom always says, the way to someone's heart is through their stomach. Hello guys and welcome back to Maggie vs. Your Mom's Meals. Today we're diving into a delicious empanada recipe courtesy of my cousin Gracie Weatherston. Mm-hmm. And today, <laughs> today I have her here to get some first-hand knowledge of some traditional South American cooking. So thanks so much for being here, Gracie. Thanks for having me. And if you hear a baby in the background, we have my baby monitors in the room, so just bear with us. Yes, so our quarantine has been filled with her two kids, Mason and Cam. Do you want to tell us a little bit about them? Mason James Weatherston, he is the cutest boy in the world. He is, what, 18 months now? I'm asking Maggie. I think 19. You're right. You see, this is why I have to ask you. 19. Um, And we just went back to New York City for his pediatrician appointment. And he's talking, he's running, uh, which makes my life miserable. And more importantly, he loves empanadas. We had him this weekend. Oh my god. My mom made him and went to go visit, and he kept saying mas, mas, which in Spanish means more, more. Uh-huh. So he had two whole ones. Um, so yes, he loves eating. And then Cameron is only five months, um, and he is sleeping through the night now, so I'm very, very happy. I'm a happy mom, and that's about it. That's awesome. Yeah, our um, quarantine has been so much better, living vicariously through your children. They make us all so happy. Uh, Oh, God. Except when he eats your food. (laughs) Yeah, we can't really eat around Mason because he'll always want to just, like, dive into whatever you're having. Anything. He loves chips. Everything. Chip? 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 Cheese. He loves cheese and fun bread. Yeah, so just to inform my listeners, um, my family's had the privilege of living across the street from my cousins and my aunt and uncle, so we spend a lot of time with Gracie and my cousins and their kids. So it's been super fun, and our days really revolve around eating and cooking. (laughs) So you're Colombian and Ecuadorian, Mm -hmm. and Nikki is Irish, so your kids are quite the mixture. yes. But what do they look like? I feel like they're a great mix. They have the huge eyes like me, have big brown eyes, and Mickey has like that green hazel eyes. And, like, olive skin like me. Yes. And Mickey's exactly. pretty pale. And, um, obviously, you're teaching your kids Spanish, which is so fun to hear Mason pick up Spanish words. He's always saying agua yes. and mas. And, and siéntate, which means sit down, because he's a climber now. So we're trying to teach him both. It's really important for us in our culture that they're bilingual. Um, so, you know, we're trying to blend both cultures together which is why we have him um, speaking both languages and also eating all different types of foods, which is really important to us. So what are some of, like, your favorite meals to make for Mason? Obviously, Cameron still drinks formula. Yeah, for Mason and for what we make for him, arroz, which is rice, is definitely important. And as you probably all aware of, in Latin America or in the Spanish culture, rice is the base to every dish. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really important, and he loves it, white and yellow. Uh, meats, all type of meats, especially ground beef, um, are very important, and you can literally make it in anything over rice with pasta or inside empanadas. Um, what else? Uh, beans are also really important. So all of this Mason has eaten, will continue to eat. I really enjoy cooking, um, and more so for when there's you know a big gathering. One thing 
that everyone seems to enjoy are, you know, the simple, basic stuff, like in bananas, rice and beans, mm-hmm. all the stuff that in my culture are, you know, um, foods that you grew up on when you didn't have a lot of money. So our family grew up in South America, my mom in Ecuador, my dad in Colombia, and they grew up poor, and rice, beans, and, and steak, and just dough in general was quite easy to come by, or bread for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a real staple in the family. Each culture in South America or Latin America have different types of empanadas. The ones I make are Ecuadorian. Mm-hmm. They are a flour dough filled with cheese and other stuff that we put in to play around with, sometimes scallions, sometimes beef. My dad in in, in, in Colombia, their empanadas are actually corn-based, so they're yellow. Okay. And they're deep-fried, and those are really hard to make. The taste is different, too. It's much sweeter. Mm-hmm. So depends on what you want but you stuff it with the same thing but the texture is different the taste is a bit different but then if you look around south america all their forms of empanadas are quite different so argentina does bake you know how i always deep fry yeah, yeah, yeah like theirs are rolled on the side and they bake them so it's a little quote-unquote healthier i like them fried <laughs> yeah we're definitely going deep fried here um and they do mostly um you know beef argentina is known for their beef mm-hmm. beef, beef and chicken you can do them any style, but those are, you know, the Colombian, the Ecuadorian is what I did growing up because that's what my grandma did, that's what her family did, and that's what my mom does. And that's your abuelita, right? Alita? Alita. You call yes, her Alita? My abuela, yes. That's right. And do you, like, ever make your own homemade dough, or do you just use, like, those pre-made discs? I'm lazy. Yeah. I make pre-made discs. I mean, if, if I want it to go traditional, traditional, you would actually use, um platanos as your base oh so that's green bananas Mm -hmm. my grandma if she was having people over let's say for christmas or something Mm -hmm. she would make this as like an appetizer in addition to a bunch of other dishes but that was definitely a staple of hers where she would boil them and hand make the dough using the platanos and then she would stuff them close them like i do Uh and deep fry them that's a traditional traditional way of doing it with, a, with another dough. The white dough that we use is kind of like a shortcut. Yeah. I'm going to use the pre-made discs. They look, um, they're, the brand is Goya, and they're just these, like, pre-made little discs that you roll out and stuff them. Because I remember one time, me and my best friend Alana, we were in seventh grade, and we had a Spanish project, and we had to make, like, something Latin American. So we are like, let's make empanadas. We spent six hours, like, making the dough, rolling it out. We're, like, 12 years old. We have no idea what we're doing. We're like, this seems right. Well, that's great. That just takes too, too, way too long. Oh, my God. Wait, should we tell them about our um, empanada truck idea? Yes. Well, it has to be copyrighted, so no one can steal our idea. Okay, yes, this is copyrighted, trademarked. <laughs> this is a, a Gracie, Maggie, and my sister Lindsay original. So we decided that we are going to make an empanada food truck, and it's going to be called Empanada Mas, because it's a plan words, because nada mas in Spanish means nothing more, so it would be empanada mas, and it's just all different types of empanadas, so you can stuff them with beef and cheese, or you can make like a a pork roll egg and cheese one or a sweet version or a mac and cheese one Mm -hmm. buffalo mac and cheese buffalo mac and cheese literally anything so um gracie's gonna be the chef i'm gonna be the creative brains behind this production (laughs) and then mason and cameron will be our taste testers yes mason is like the ultimate food critic (laughs) um so what are like your favorite things to put inside of an empanada Uh. I just love, love, love just the classic plain mozzarella cheese and scallions. I uh-huh. mean, it's just so good to me. And yeah. 
and right as soon as you as soon as you take them out of the the oil like you have to eat it i like the melted cheese inside yeah it gets so juicy gracie literally like sucks the juice out of it it's just so fresh um my second favorite would be ground beef and cheese and then my third favorite would be for breakfast i stuff it with huevos pericos and in spanish that's just like scrambled eggs mixed with scallion tomatoes and cheese oh wow that sounds really good adding that to empanada mas menu yes we are huevos pericos i gave my dad my grocery list to prepare for this and he was like what do you want inside of it and i was like i don't know let me just ask gracie Mm -hmm. so i we got cheddar cheese mozzarella cheese and scallions and beef so i'm gonna like make my own version of beef well with your recipe yeah totally i mean you would really stuff it with anything you like and the best part is the leftovers so like like if you're making tacos one night and then the next day you yeah you want to be creative and start to make some empanadas, you can literally stuff it with shredded chicken, like anything. Yeah, that's the best part about it. You can so really, like, make it unique to however you like it. So I'm really excited to try it out on my own. Yes. And, yeah, so Gracie's going to give me how she makes her um, ground beef recipe. And then when you do the cheese, do you like to do blocks of cheese or shredded cheese? I like blocks of cheese. I like to bite into, like, a solid chunk of cheese. Yeah. I love cheese. Um, so that's my favorite. So I recommend slicing them and then doing, like, blocks. So give me a rundown, like, after I open the disc. So you want the dough to not be too, um, thought out, but you want it to be kind of in the middle where it's still kind of cold in your hand, because if it's too warm, it can melt it gets really tacky. Yeah. yeah, and then it gets stuck to your hand, and then it's just a whole disaster, and it gets really annoying instead of it being fun. Okay, so you put the disc on your hand. Right, so you put oh, okay. the disc on your hand. I, like slide it down towards the palm of my hand and then I stuff it more in the palm so that you kind of cup it. Okay. And then I stuff it with cheese in the middle and then I dribble scallion and then I put more cheese on top. Okay. I used to mix them like the scallion together, and the cheese yeah. together and just do scoops but I didn't like the ratio. So yeah, you I want, want an extra cheese. Right. I want extra cheese, a layer of scallion. And then you just fold it in half and then Right. You do some like weird hand magic where you like well, fold it. So, what I was going to say is that's really hard to do. You know how long it took me to learn that? Like my, I plan on I folding it and taking a fork. fork. Right, yeah. okay. So that's how my mom would make me do it. Like when I was tiny, when I was a little girl in the kitchen and I would see her making it, I wanted to help. So she would do everything and then she would lay it down flat for me on the table with my mom on, on the board and then she would have me just fork it. Right? Yeah. At the end, it should look like a braid around the empanada is what encloses it. Yeah. So that's like your like... You know, yeah, like I've seen her perfect you perfect it. To to. It took me a long time. Yeah, I like it's just her fingers and her thumb move so fast to like braid the top of the empanada, and I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, but I really like it that way. So I fold it over, make sure the ends are together, and then I kind of fold it over with my thumb and my index finger all the way uh-huh. around, and then I um, lay it lay it on a plate. But while I'm doing all this, after I've cut everything and while I'm stuffing them, I make sure the oil is on. But the oil, to me, is the most frustrating part because it's never consistent. Like, I'm always on a different stove or I'm always using different Yeah, do you oil. use a thermometer? No. Okay. No, there's no, there's, there's no measuring here. <laughs> These Ecuadorians don't <laughs> use thermometers. But I turn it on really high, and then you can kind of see, like, stuff happening within, like, 10 minutes within the oil. Mm-hmm. Then you want to lower it to medium because you, know, you don't want to put it in when it's too hot because... Okay. Here are some issues you can come across. The dough could be way too thought out that there's holes in it. Okay. So therefore, as soon as the cheese starts melting, it leaks, and the oil with the melting cheese pop, 
and oh, no. it makes this like annoying popping sound and you have to take it out. Okay. Because oil in, um, cheese in the oil is not, not a good look. The way you close it, it has to be sealed. Fully closed. Yeah, fully, fully sealed. So I seal it first with my thumbs and then I do the braid. Okay. So when you seal it with your fork, I suggest you kind of go all the way around and then do the, the fork thing. Okay, so the oil needs to be warm and the way you test it out, I'd like to dip the corner in just to see how it reacts with the oil and you want to see it start to like bubble around it. Just same thing like yeah. a spoon. Yeah, okay. Then you can just release it and then I wait a couple minutes. If it's in the perfect temperature, if you'll start to see one side brown, then you have to flip it over. Okay. Yay, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much to our special Thank guest. Thank you for having me. And I'll be in the kitchen soon. So I'm currently in the kitchen now and I have all my ingredients laid out and I'm going to start by taking a large stock pot that fits about 12 quarts to heat my vegetable oil while I prepare the rest of my ingredients. So I'm filling the pot about two thirds of the way with Weston vegetable oil, but you can fry the empanadas in an oil of your choice. And like Gracie said, I'm going to start with it on high and then lower the temperature when it starts to bubble. Now for the beef filling, I'm going to make super quick sauteed beef, which is a staple Gracie uses. Whenever she's making tacos or feeding her son Mason, who you can probably hear in the background. And this recipe will be featured in the description box and on my Instagram at Maggie V Mom Meals, just in case you miss any steps. So I have everything measured out into small little bowls so I can dump them into my saucepan. So I'm going to start by coating my pan in a few tablespoons of olive oil. And now I'm adding about four cloves of garlic and a whole onion. You can probably hear it sizzling. So now the onion is starting to get translucent and you don't want the garlic to get too browned. This smells amazing by the way. So I'm going to lower the heat to about medium low and add about a pound and a half of chopped beef. Now I'm going to take my spatula, stir it all together, and chop up the beef until it's completely browned. And it'll take about 10 minutes, I'd say. So while it's browning and the beef is still a little bit raw, I'm adding my mixture of seasonings. So it's two teaspoons of cumin, one teaspoon of chili powder, and one teaspoon of oregano, and some salt to taste. So I'm going to add about half of this right now, just while it's getting brown, and then a little bit at the end. So once this is all mixed together, I'm adding the rest of my seasoning and I'm turning the heat off and you can leave it in the pan to spoon into your discs whenever you're ready. Now that my beef is done and the oil seems pretty hot, I'm going to turn that temperature down and I'm I'm taking my thawed out discs. Hi Cam. (laughs) So we're just gonna work Cam into the podcast. I'm taking the thawed out discs out of the fridge and I'm leaving I was leaving them in there to stay chilled. So yeah, Gracie mentioned you don't want a warm dough or else it will fall apart. So each disc is nicely placed on its own slice of parchment paper so they don't stick together. So I have my assortment of fillings I'm going to use in one bowl. I have chopped scallions, in another I have cheddar cheese cubes, which I cut from the block, and then I have slices of mozzarella. And you want these slices to be super tiny so they'll melt very easily in the oil. 
For my first empanada, I'm taking the disc into the palm of my hand and cupping it, and I'm gonna spoon about two tablespoons of the beef into the socket. So now I'm gonna add a few cubes of the cheddar cheese. And again, like I mentioned, these are very thin, so they'll melt easily. And why not? Let's add a little bit of mozzarella. Okay, and I'm gonna sprinkle some scallions on top. Okay. So I'm going to fold the dough in half and securely pinch the diameter because I don't want anything spilling out of the oil or else you'll have a ruined empanada. So after it's completely closed, I'm gonna put it on this little plate so I can do the fork imprints. So again, you wanna make sure it's completely closed and now I'm gonna place this down, take my fork and fork along the edges. Gracie usually does this little method with her hands and braids it, but I am not at all talented or um, professional enough to do that. So this is a very amateur empanada. Pretty sealed, nothing's coming out of it. So now I have a perfect half moon with the forked edges and Gracie mentioned that the oil should be tested by dipping the tip of the empanada in the pot to see if the bubbles form and sizzle around the dough. So I'm gonna do that to make sure that it's hot enough. Okay, so the bubbles are forming around the empanada and it seems pretty hot and it's bubbling. So I'm gonna drop the whole empanada in there and let it fry until one side gets golden brown and then flip it using tongs. So I'll let you know how this turns out after it's done frying. Okay, so you can probably hear the oil popping and I just took the empanada out. It was in there for about like 90 seconds, I would say. And it got super golden brown and crisp and I just took a bowl, lined it with paper towels so the oil can soak up. And now we're gonna make a little bit more. We're gonna do some more variations of cheese, beef, and scallions. And then when they're all done, I will give you guys a taste test and make sure that they are Maggie approved. Okay, so a few of them just came out of the fryer. So I have my dad here and he has the beef and cheese empanada. So now he's gonna taste it for me and I'm gonna taste it too. What are your thoughts? Very good. I can definitely taste the scallion in there. Mm -hmm. Not too much cheese. I wish there was a little more cheese in it. The beef is nicely seasoned. Mm -hmm. And the, the uh, empanada crust. The pastry is very good. It's nice really crispy. But yeah. not too heavy. It got a very golden brown look and definitely like a little greasy from the oil. And when you bite into it, it's just that melty mozzarella cheese all over the beef. Mm. Definitely really good. I have some room for improvement though. Delicious. All right, thank you so much for joining me and catch us next week and see me make my mom's famous meatballs. This music is brought to you by Ashamed We Love Music from SoundCloud.